You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Bob Wischusen is thinking because he is our guest this week on the announcer schedules podcast. John Forslund last week, NHL voice on sports uh, USA radio. Bob was calling some TV NHL, but on, on top of that, uh, he's got a laundry list of things that we can announce him at. We'll ask him what he likes. Jersey native. Um, he's done radio um, hosting uh, similar to what I do here. Uh, he's the voice of the Jets, PGA, college basketball, NHL, and uh, we're going to bring him in to the announcer schedules podcast. Mike Gill, Phil DeMont Mollen, and there he is. Bob Wischusen is with us here on the podcast. Bob, welcome. Hi, guys. How are you? We're doing great. Good to have you with us. And uh, what is Bob Wischusen? Is he the voice of the Jets? Is he the voice of golf, NHL, college basketball? When someone says, hey, Bob, nice to meet you, what's Bob's resume in your mind? Um, he's the father of five kids, one of which is in college, and apparently the other four, from what I'm told, want to go. <laughs> so I am, yeah, I, I'm have check, will travel, like it's, whatever they want me to do. And, I'm, I'm in. And I'm glad you, you kind of went down that road because it's a busy life. Uh, how do guys like you who, you know, your, your voice is everywhere, how do you make it all work? How do you put the puzzle pieces together? How do you look at... Do you do that? Do you have someone that does it for you and say, hey, I'm available on these days. I can't go here. I'm available there. Bring us into uh, what the travel uh, mind for a guy like Bob Wischusen is like during the seasons. Yeah, I mean, it's a cooperative effort, obviously. I work for ESPN and the Jets, but it's not like I work for, you know, ESPN college football and then doing like a regional NHL and then work for Fox for college basketball. I mean, at least I'm under one umbrella for everything I do but the Jets. So at least then someone says, well, hey, I've got a game for you on Friday night. Well, no, I'm already working a game on Saturday. I'm not working for a different entity where I'm going to make somebody angry. I'm working for the same company. So it's just kind of up to them to talk to each other about where I can be and who needs me the most. And I, I rely on them. Yeah. You know, you guys prioritize. If 
if you feel like the hockey this week is more important than the college basketball, then that's what I'll do. And so, um, you know. Now, do they get your input on that, Bob? Like, you had uh, the golf and you had the hockey. Do they ask you which would you prefer or do they prefer you on one over the other? Uh, I, I think sometimes the question is phrased kind of, you know, what are you thinking here? And my response is, well, what are you thinking? Meaning you guys are the ones <laughs> determining, you know, what I'm assigned to and what I do. And I always tell them, wherever you think I can be best utilized, whatever you think is the higher priority, then that's where I'll be. And so luckily enough, Mike McQuaid, who is um, one of you know, the, the best producers I've ever worked for, uh, is in charge not only of the NHL project, but also the once a year golf project that, uh, that that group really loves to be involved with. So, you know, easy with him because I can say, well, you, you put me where you think you can best utilize me, and he runs both projects. So there's not too much crossover. I mean, obviously football, by virtue of the resources dedicated to it, the number of eyeballs on it, it takes precedence for the most part over everything, right? I mean, that makes sense. It's, it's a huge project. It's a week-long undertaking to get ready for a college football game. So if there's college basketball or NHL that conflicts with college football, the college football 99% of the time is what they will prioritize and therefore what's prioritized for me. But past that, it's kind of a cooperative between – the different departments. You know, I work college basketball with Dick Vitale every Saturday, pretty much, and sometimes during the week. All right, well, will that overlap with some hockey? Well, yeah, it will. So how do you balance that? Well, you know, you kind of leave that to the powers that be at ESPN to balance it. Bob, I'd love for you to reflect back on your early days as well. You know, Boston College, class of 1993, along with Boog Shambi and Joe Tessitore, but then WQAM at Miami. I'm a Miami native. I was listening in 1993 when you got started there at 560 WQAM. I heard all those updates and in that Thanks. kind of thing and uh, <laughs> loved listening to that that radio station, Hank Goldberg on down the list. But would love to hear um, your story as far as Boston College, you know, getting that first gig at WQAM and how it kind of uh, manifested from there. Well, it's it all stems from doing the internships that I did when I was in college. I mean, it's every time I speak to, and if I were right now to speak to a class of prospective communication students or, you know, people that are trying to get into this business, uh, one of my bosses at WFAN, Eric Spitz, who I interned for and then eventually ended up working for, always, I thought, like really kind of crystallized, at least when I was coming up, the way internships were viewed. And he said, look, internships in our business are med school for a doctor, law school for a lawyer. Like they are really that important in terms of just getting your jumping off point. And so I interned at WFA in New York at WEEI in Boston when I was at BC and then home for the summer. And those two internships became the people that then made a phone call on my behalf to Miami to WQIM to get me my first job. And it's really that simple. It's a relationship business, right? So they neither radio station had anything for me, but both said, yeah, you know, like young kid really wants this, willing to do whatever. And I was a producer. I was not on the air when I first arrived in Miami. I mean, you mentioned Hank Goldberg. Hank was great to me. Um, he was the afternoon drive voice of that station. They needed a producer. 
So I went down there as the kind of button pushing, call screening, traffic recording, guest booking guy, um, but made no bones about the fact that I wanted to be on the air. And I tell people all the time, A, get the internships. And then B, if you're a kid looking for a gig in our business, just get your foot inside a building. Be around decision makers. Don't be an MP4 file in somebody's email inbox. Be a human being standing in front of another human being saying, I'll do anything. This is work me whenever you want. This is what I want. I want to be on the air. And all of a sudden now they need a weekend shift filled or they need an update shift filled. Or, well, you're there. You're, you're a ready-made solution. And now you're on the air. And that's really how it all started for me. And I eventually became a talk show host for them and then moved back to New York. And I've never left New York since, whether I've worked for ESPN or worked for WFAN, MSG, the Jets, I've always been here. And, and when did play-by-play -play come into the equation and, and that become the focus? Yeah, I was at FAN from like 95, 96 to like 2000, 2001. And there were several talk show shakeups of like the regular day parts when I was there. If you would have asked me in, in 2000 or 97 or 98, what would I want to do for a living? I would have said I wanted to be, you know, an afternoon drive talk show host screaming and yelling at callers and giving spouting opinions. Which by the um, way, you fill in for Greeny. We have you on our yeah. station from time to time. So you're still getting a chance to do that. Every now and then I get a chance to spout my opinions. Um, but the powers that be at WFAN, it was made clear because I just wasn't hired for any of the, the regular day parts as the shook, the shakeups happened. Um, I kind of changed focus and realized, well, this is just never going to happen for me here. I went to MSG, had a passion for hockey, a passion for being at games. And uh, Mike McCarthy, who ran MSG, hired me to be a studio host there, but also said, well, how about an opportunity to fill in doing some play-by-play -play as well? And um, that was kind of the, where I, the jumping off point. I was the backup guy for the Rangers doing about 25 or 30 games a year, mostly radio for them. Um, and the Jet radio rights also went from WFAN to the Garden back then the guard there was this idea that the garden was going to buy a radio station turn it into like wmsg and have like the knicks and the rangers and the yankees and go head to head with wfan never it never happened eventually espn obviously went head to head with wfan in new york but um you know when i went to the garden the idea was i would do you know my a jet role and i was still a pre and post game host at that point but eventually got the play-by-play -play job um, it fell to me when Howard David moved on to Miami. So I picked up the Jet Radio job while I was there, but was also already doing play-by-play -play of Rangers games. And that was kind of the entree into being mostly now a play-by-play -play guy. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Yeah, Bob Wachusen's with us. Um, you do the you are the voice of the Jets. So, uh, as you mentioned, football is up is the king. Uh, what is it like a week getting ready? Can you bring 
the podcast listeners into, all right, Jets-Eagles this week. I'm saying Eagles because that's our home market. Um, so Jets-Eagles is this week. What's your week like getting ready for that? Well, I would say, I mean, during football season, my week is certainly dominated by football prep. But 80 to 90% of that is the college football prep. I mean, it's just college football is a monster. Right. Um, each team – Pardon me. Each team has 100 players. 70 of them could get in the game. I mean, you could see a fourth-string tailback. You could see a third-string safety. I mean, you have no idea how many guys could eventually see the field of the college football game. The cast of characters changes every year. You could have Clemson one year, and Trevor Lawrence is throwing to T. Higgins or tossing a pitch to Travis Etienne, and then you've got uh, Clemson the next year, it's like, well, that was great last year. I got all these stories about those guys. They're all gone. They're on the NFL. Now I got a whole new bunch of guys that I have to learn. So college football is really the lion's share of what you're going to spend your time on getting ready for because you have to. With the Jets, I mean, A, NFL football is half the number of players getting the game. There's always going to be carryover one year to the next of the guys on the team. I know the Jets like the back of my hand. Probably could do a game without a chart. And I also know who my audience is. I mean, certainly, like, if I'm doing the game on the radio in New York, 95% of the people listening are Jet fans. And really the most dyed-in-the-wool Jet fans because they're coming to find the game football on the radio. I mean, football on television, it's kind of appointment TV. You know, so if someone's listening to us on the radio, they're really a Jet fan. Um, And I'm broadcasting like a Jet game to a Jet audience. So do I need to know Jalen Hurts, all the skill position play? I mean, yes, obviously I need to know the Eagles. But everything is done through a Jet lens. How are the Jets playing? Or if the Eagles are doing A, B, and C, what are the Jets not doing to stop them? That type of thing. So the prep is definitely less because you know a team like the back of your hand and you also know you're broadcasting to that specific audience. Whereas college football... 125 guys could get in the game, and it's a national broadcast. I have to do literally a 50-50 broadcast to two separate fan bases and also every other casual fan that might be flipping the, the channels and all of a sudden come upon whatever, you know, West Virginia, Oklahoma State. The game's good in the fourth quarter, and they're watching. I like that, Phil. He gave a West Virginia reference. I'm an alum. There you go. Very good. Hey, uh, Bob, back to the scheduling side of things. You know, recently you worked the PGA Championship in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and the next thing we know you're on a Stanley Cup playoff game in Edmonton for Flames Oilers. Um, would love to hear kind of how that went for you. But also, you know, perhaps you've got a story as far as college football on Saturday and then hustling back to a Jets game on Sunday. Tell us a little bit, you know, behind the curtain, you know, this, this travel life of yours. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. It's the best way I can put it. <laughs> uh, before I went to Tulsa, it was an unusual way to do the playoffs. Obviously, ESPN and Turner's first entree back into the NHL for us back in and for Turner for the first time. But unlike, <laughs> pardon me, NBC, controlling the NHL as one entity and assigning broadcast crews to a series, we had nights. So ESPN was broadcasting like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 
maybe Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, that type of thing. Turner was Thursday night, Friday night, maybe Sunday night. So you couldn't just be assigned to a series, right? Because you couldn't follow that series. Halfway through the series, it was going to shift on a different night to a different network. So in the first round, I did eight games that touched five different series in the first round. So I did game one, Minnesota, St. Louis. And then I flew from Minnesota to Denver and did game one the next night and did Denver, Nashville. Then I flew back to Minnesota and did game two in Minnesota. And we went back and forth like that. I did two of the Ranger Penguins games. I, and we got sent all of a sudden now, you don't, and also you don't know how long series are going to go. So myself and Brian Boucher, who were a team pretty much 75% of the year, all of a sudden, well, wait a minute, Edmonton and Calgary are both playing game sevens in the first round, and they're both on our air. Okay, go there. So that's where we went. We flew to Edmonton and did Edmonton against L.A., and then did Calgary-Dallas game seven. Then the PGA started the day later. So flew to Tulsa from Calgary, did the PGA that week, but then I picked back up with the Calgary-Edmonton series since we had just come from there. Okay, go back to Calgary. All of this is kind of fluid because you're never 100% sure how long these series are going to go or which games are going to fall on which days because, again, we don't control a series. We control the broadcast windows on certain days. So you go to the airport and you get your boarding pass and you go, right? I mean, that's what you do. Like, is it crazy? Sure. And all of a sudden you're going time zone to time zone and country to country, but the viewer doesn't care. Right. The sports fan doesn't care. They flip the game on. They hear your voice. The game's on TV. Great. Go. Yeah. I tuned in for a hockey game. I don't care if you were a golf trailer calling golf two days ago. Right. I, I, I want to watch game seven. And so, you know, nobody wants to hear us complain about our jobs. I mean, the, the hard part to travel, the hard part's being away from your family. But uh, but other than that, I mean, we get paid to go to games for a living. How bad could things be? Uh, Bob Wachusen's the voice of the Jets, college basketball, college football, the NHL on ESPN, uh, PGA. Uh, you can hear him essentially everywhere. And as you mentioned, you might never uh, know that they're traveling all over the place. And as you opened it, we'll do like a Seinfeld episode. We'll go back to the beginning here. You do have a great family uh, that uh, you travel around from. And so we appreciate you taking a couple of minutes away from your family to talk to us and all your preparation and everything that is happening. Uh, I guess you got a little time off now. Yeah, uh, June, July, and August are good months for me. I'll have jet preseason games in August, and there'll be things here and there. But for the most part. Still doing those games with Anthony Becht? Is he doing the, the jet stuff? He has worked on our pre- and post-game shows. It's been Mar- Marty Lyons and myself for, this will be 21 years. Wow, there you go. That he and I will have been together. And we were paired together as a new team in 2002. And now it's 2022, so our 21st year together uh, this coming season. And we've been uninterrupted the whole time. So, yeah, he and I are uh, kind of attached at the hip. If you had to pick one... Which sport would it be? Well, you know, I think any broadcaster worth his salt wants to call the biggest and best that you can call. So, like, my dream would be to actually take a sport all the way through to a championship, right? To be the last voice that fans hear announcing X, Y, and Z just won the title. 
So if someday I had a chance to call the Super Bowl, I would absolutely pick football. If someday I had a chance to call the Stanley Cup finals, I would absolutely pick hockey. I mean, it's, you know, I, I would like to at some point have the chance to be, you know, game seven or the last championship game of a sport where, you know, you kind of feel like you're at the center of the sports universe that everyone's watching. Oh. And, like, I, I, I enjoy them all. I mean, the, you know, it's not like I'm ever in a hockey booth saying, oh, I wish I was calling a football game. Or I'm in a football game going, oh, man, college basketball is great. And when you're in the moment at, at any sporting event, um, because I grew up as a psychopathic sports fan at everything. I mean, I, whatever season, whatever the big games that were on, I watched all of it. Um, I don't call baseball. If I was a baseball announcer, I'd probably get divorced because, <laughs> like, I would literally never see my family. Um, but, you know, it doesn't mean I'm not watching baseball all summer because I'm just a fan of sports. So, um, yeah, it's not, it's not like you, I would have to pick one over the other because I like a certain sport more than any other. Um, it would just be fun to be the guy that, that caps a season at some point. Uh, the versatile Bob Wischusen. His voice is everywhere. The voice of the Jets, PGA, college basketball, ESPN. Uh, we thank him for taking the time here on the Announcer Schedules podcast. And, Bob, we appreciate the time, and we'll be listening to uh, all of the different events that your voice will appear on. Thank you so much. Thanks, appreciate Bob. It. No problem. Thanks.